actually good to go. Fifth time's a charm. Fifth chime. It's a motherfucking chime. Did you say fifth chime? Fifth chime? Fifth, that's fifth chime. <coughs> um, I'm wondering what happened in the Vikings game because my mom sent me a gif of an octopus dancing with a star, which is cute, but I don't know what that means. I think that's good. Thank you, mom. Or it should be. The reason I'm not texting you back, uh, ask Aubrey. Oh, wait, you can't ask Aubrey. She doesn't live with you. Perfect. Um, I'm recording a show, so I can't text you back. I'm putting that out to the world. Speaking of shows, this is The Tight End. What with show? Miguel. The Tight End with Miguel? Okay. You might have heard of I it. I missed it last week. Yeah, uh, I think those lazy bastards took a week off. Dang it. Um, it's This is a show at the intersection of sports and pop culture. I am your host, Andrew. I am with my esteemed co-host, the most beautiful man in the world, Miguel. Miguel. How are you Me doing? Miguel. Uh. <laughs> We're off and running. <laughs> yes. It's like we didn't take a break at all. It is almost as if nothing happened last weekend, but a lot did. For you. Uh, yeah. For me, literally nothing happened and I couldn't have been more happy. That is, that's, sometimes you need a week where it is just like chill vibes, yeah, you know? I needed some chill vibes. While you said that we're a show at the intersection of sports and pop culture, I every week we get further and further away from the sports intersection <laughs> and we go towards, I'm not sure what intersection we're going towards, um, hopefully the self-help boulevard. I don't want to be a self-help podcast. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh Especially as someone who, if I gave advice, I would be a hypocrite. Like, I can't. No. Well. Like, no. I could, there's, a, there's an atmosphere line that goes, um, I give advice that I don't follow because it's twice as hard to swallow when you know exactly what the pill is made of. And that's the way I feel about that. Okay. Um, I do take the advice and I do use it. Wow. Yeah. You're just, you're the perfect I'm man. just like such a perfect person and I'm like really like With sane. Zero and like, problems. Yeah. You know, life is just so good. You're like the ultimate influencer. Oh my God. I absolutely am. Like life is just like going really, really well for me and it's like really hard to like not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that little voice. It's oh, my favorite voice to do. very good. Jen and I do it all the time. It's very good. I need it's... you to learn how to do an Elizabeth Holmes impression. Do you know who Elizabeth Holmes is? Elizabeth Holmes. She's the ultimate girl boss who like... She essentially create- Elizabeth Holmes or Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Holmes. Okay, the original girl boss who dresses. She dresses like Steve Jobs. She's on trial. Can I tell you that technically the original girl boss is Sofia Amoruso, the creator of Nasty Gal, who wrote the book Girl Boss, and that's why the, the- sure. I'm using the term uh, ironically. So, oh, okay. Um, she created like a st- uh, tech startup that stole. Like it was eventually a, an investment grift where she had this medical. I'm using air quotes here. A medical device that you could. <gasps> Put, you would take people's blood and put it into it, and they would miracle diagnose you, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yes, yes, yes. She talks with a very strange voice, and I would love... It's like a fake... What's the opposite of a falsetto when you go high? Falsetto is going high. Falsetto baritone? So a baritone? A baritone? <laughs> I don't know what the, what the term would be for that. A mid-range? No, she goes She goes low. low. Like, yeah, she Alto. Goes. No, yes. alto is high. You know what? We're not singers. I'm not, no. So I don't know. Anyway, whatever the, whatever the opposite of falsetto is, she does with her voice, and it's very strange. Okay. Because it's a choice that she made. She doesn't speak like that normally. That's just a choice that she made one day. But she's just being like a girl boss, and like, who are you to judge her? You know what? You're just Can't a man. keep a girl boss down. Don't. I've been don't even fucking try. Um, great grift by her. Too bad it didn't work out. She should have sold early, you know? Can I tell you that the, the company that you bought from, which is called what, Andrew? Good Fair? And what can our listeners do? Oh, you can right now you can go to goodfair.com slash T 
T-E-W-M to get 25% off of your great repurposed clothing. Shut the hell up. Did the Tight End Podcast get a deal with Good Fair? We definitely did. We absolutely 100%. did. 100%. We are if, officially sponsored by Good Fair. If the code is not working, you can email them and just let them know, hey, hey. the Tight End Podcast sent us over. I don't understand why the code isn't working, but maybe they can reach out to us as well and we would help out. It just, it'd be great. But that... The fact that you talked about girl boss and whatnot. Do you know who Sofia Amoruso is? That I no, I don't know she, who this person is. I I loved the book. It's a book called Girl Boss. Okay. And now, of course, you read a book called Girl Boss. Now hold on, because at the time, no one used that like phrase. It was started literally because of Sofia. She created an entire empire. Good that, for her. It's cringe, regardless. That, thi- that thing that that like that atmosphere that got created where like entrepreneur entrepreneurial women that word is so fucking hard entrepreneurial women go to like those events where it's all women and they're all dressed in pink and there's like velvet furniture everywhere mary Kay, very mary Kay, but the modern version of mary okay, Kay, okay, okay where they're like you can do anything you want because you're a woman and like you bear children which is like that's true of any human. It's like you can do and you can do anything. It you don't have to put like the like the gender in front of it. You can literally just be like, because that whole thing about like believing in yourself and then doing it mm-hmm. is completely true. That's not a lie. But like when you like gender it and then like mass produce it, it's like it is. It's marketing. It's marketing. It's it's smart marketing because it, sure. it clearly created something so insane. And I don't even think Sophia knew that what it would create. But she had started Nasty Gal as like a vintage reseller. Because she lived in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and she and she she bought really great clothing like Chanel, uh, like luxury brands, and then she would flip the luxury brands for insane amounts because the people that were selling it to her at the at the thrift stores didn't know what they were doing. Started it on MySpace and then created something huge, mm-hmm. nasty gal. Cool. Yeah, it was really it was really cool. Um, but I'm, now I'm like I want to read it again because it was actually a really good book. I'm mad that vintage is 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 so expensive these days because I find a it's, lot. Like I find a lot of very great old uh, sports clothing that I would love to buy, mm-hmm. and the place I used to go, um, which used to be pretty reasonable, they ch- typically charged around forty dollars a piece, which is pretty reasonable. I hadn't checked them in a while, and I went back to I went back to them the other day, and everything was three hundred dollars uh, and up, and I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah, the reseller market is insane, okay. and you can literally thank our our generation. Yeah, thanks, for thanks the hype beasts. Yeah. thank you, Supreme. Mm-hmm. I think Supreme started that. I think that that was where resellers really, really came into prominence. Supreme and streetwear brands, I would absolutely say, were the people that started that limited release thing. And then once the people... Because here's the thing, is I don't think it's that. I think it's cool that people do limited releases because I think it's great that not everyone can have the same thing. As far as fashion... Yeah, well, like well, strictly related to fashion, this is not. Yeah, my pro- my problem with everyone. the my problem with the streetwear brands back when I was wearing more of them um, was like when Black Scale did their limited release of their illegal hat, right? Um, which is a it's a fucking rat. Well, it was. It's not. Out, it's pretty out of fashion now, right? Um, it was a very limited release of like fifty, and I sure. managed to get one, and I was super stoked. And then, like three weeks later, they did a re-release, and I'm like, "Well, now I don't feel as stoked about this. I I worked really hard to get in line to get this, and now it's everyone else is going to have it." Was it fifty more though? No, it was. They released like the same one for unlimited unlimited release, and they re, they relaunched it with a bunch of different colorways too. And I'm like, "Well, this is played out now. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you." See, that that's where it's like if you're going to do something and you're going to call it a limited release, 
leave it at a limited release. Yeah. Beyonce really drops her Ivy Park line, and when she drops it, she doesn't re-release any of it. That's smart. She releases it to a couple of places, and it fucking sells out, and she she does not re-release the items. Which is great, because you feel a little bit more special wearing the clothes. Right. Because they're they're... They're, They're not going to Not, everyone, not everyone has them. Not everyone has Some these. real bougie shit, but it's, who yeah. cares? But I, for clothing, I love that. I Everything else, that is different. But for clothing specifically, I'm like, that is cool. Because I think clo- like clothing is very, it should be very individual to you, you know? I agree. Yeah. Um, okay. Should we, how, how do we want to do it today? We're going to do a little sports news. Let's um, do sports news. And then we'll I get just wanted to give a Vikings update, um, please, real quick. Um, did the Ravens play today? They, they did. They won in <gasps> the end of regulation. Your boy Justin Tucker kicked the longest f- field goal in NFL history today. Justin, I'm in love with you. Uh, you. The old record was set by, um, oh man, I'm for, I'm totally blanking his name. He used to kick for the Lions, Matt Prater, at uh, 64 yards was the longest field goal in NFL history until today when Justin Tuck- Justin Tucker kicked a 66. Yard field goal. So not only did we win, but win. we set records. Justin Tucker did, yes. Well, we you guys were. I just wanted you to know you guys were about to lose to the Lions. Like it was very close. If the Lions hadn't messed up, you guys would have lost. I, I would take it in stride. Not a great W. Okay. wasn't It wasn't a great win. Not pretty. Um, speaking of not pretty, the Vikings. Like you're trying to take the Minnesota Vikings, who are playing right now, and I'm, I really should be watching, but I'm not because I'm just going to get disappointed, like I did last week. When in typical Minnesota Vikings history. In the typical Minnesota Vikings fashion, uh, historically speaking, uh, we missed a field goal at the end of overtime to lose. And it was very um, unfortunate. And I'm gearing up for a very bad season. And um, you're all going to have to deal with that because um, this is my life. This has been my life since 1998. And I, well, earlier than that even. And uh, I'm here for it. 1998. It's a life of misery. I wish that I had been born in New England sometimes so I could have been a Pats fan for a while. Um, just to t- taste winning because the state of the abs- the overall state of Minnesota sports right now is literally like a Shakespearean tragic comedy. It is so bad that it's hilarious. Like the only good thing is we signed our, f- like the Minnesota wild, the hockey team signed, um, Kaprizov who was going to go back to Russia and he's their star player, but they managed to get a deal done. Like every other sport in Minnesota is, is on fire and it's hilarious. They're all, they're all terrible. Oh, I'm so sorry that this is the, the, what is it called? This is the hand that you were dealt. Yeah, the Minnesota Twins have a playoff record of losing 14 straight playoff games. 14 straight. The Minnesota Timberwolves have the longest um, playoff drought in NBA history. But the Timberwolves have really cool clothing. They do. The clothing is great. The coaching staff sucks, and the players don't play well together. It's a problem. Oh. This has been Minnesota Sports Corner. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I was looking while you were doing all of this. I was looking for uh, outfits that I've saved. Um, people aren't posting their fucking outfits, and I need. So this is a, this is a more of a. Re, I'm gonna reprimand all of you, sons of bitches out there. Drag fucking, them, queen. Drag fucking, them. Worthless. No, I'm just kidding. Um, You're gonna get keep going, and then you'll you'll make some money off of somebody. With your little OnlyFans thing. Oh! A little degradation. A little deg kink. It's becoming more and more of a thing. 
Every fucking every yeah. fucking guy that I follow on Instagram and on fucking Twitter that like has been like in the gym lifting since like mid twenty twenty because that's all they could do mm-hmm. to like because you couldn't go out to bars to get fucked so you had to go to the gym. So all those guys are now like dom like cash masters or whatever the fuck they call themselves like fin doms like financial dominators yes 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 yes, 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 yes. that's not fam dom because that's different that is different fin not fam fin financial dominators cash masters is some of them that's a cooler term yeah cash masters um yeah you got to like ask them for here's the thing the fact that you have to like call someone like like let's say you were my cash master okay i'm in i'm into this scenario Uh, no um i wouldn't (laughs) like i wouldn't text you because they have to like text you andrew um can i leave my room now to go get a sandwich and then you would have to be like yes four hundred dollars um and i'm like and i don't know if this is how it all works but this is what they're posting Mm -hmm. like a couple of the guys that i follow that i I like following them and like seeing what these people are posting because they're posting the full conversations which i think is hilarious they're obviously not revealing the the identity, identity yeah. of the people, but I'm like, that is so funny that you are paying this little 23 year old because you know it's like a 46 year old that's like not really hot. Yeah. Um, and they're paying this like little 23 year old like, like jacked hot like guy from California who's like, I need to fucking pay my rent somehow. So it's $400 for you to get a sandwich. And then this like rich 46 year old from like the middle of the country is like, all right, I'll fucking do it. Um, and then they like send them $400. Hey man, it's good for you. Good for you. But why did I get into that conversation? Oh, because I was, I was, yes, we were talking fashion for some, yes, because I was <laughs> I bringing down, how we got into these mother, these motherfuckers, these NFL players or just anyone in the sports world, please start posting more of your outfits rather than the same people all the time. Travis Kelsey posted a picture of him going to his game uh, during the week, I believe. Um, but here's the thing is like it. I can't only talk about Travis Kelsey for the rest right. of my life. This isn't a Travis Kelsey, po- Travis right. Kelsey podcast. Yeah. So instead what we're going to do is we're going to really quickly recap, not recap completely, but just talk about, our favorite outfits from the Met Gala. Oh, sure. I'm going to let you start and then I'll go. My abs- my favorite favorite was... Give me your two, your top three and then your bottom. Just your okay, one bottom. I, I should have... I forgot we were going to talk about this. I'm going to I'm gonna have to... I'm pulling this from memory, so bear with me. That's all right. Um, my number one was the Little Nas X in, in the armor was my favorite from, from the Specifically night. the armor yes, look. Yes, okay. because I know there was... He had three looks, right? Three, yeah. Um, that I really, really love. It's fucking anime and it's cool as shit. Right. Uh, my second, this is going to surprise a lot of people because a lot of people didn't like it. Oh. It was Kim K. Ah. A lot of people were okay, hating yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. I really, I thought it was, mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. I really got, I liked the vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that that's a Kanye thing. I think, I think uh, it's the. Um, Kanye didn't go with her. It no, was, no. I think guy. that's, um, I think that he had a hand in the inspiration for it. I think he was um, had um, like his little fingers in there, right? Because when you really think about it, it's the opposite of what he asked her to do for his album release show when she was out there in a, a that big white dress and it's and it's like all about her and she, how beautiful she is and it's white and then this is the opposite of that thematically oh. because it's all black and she's completely veiled. That's my take on it anyway. Oh. That's yeah. I really liked that look. I thought it was very. I thought it was very cool. Okay. Um. Third. What was the other one? I t- I, t- I texted you. I don't remember though. 
who did you tell me that you really liked? You did like I think you liked Kendall. I did like Kendall's, yes. Although girls with the with the with the see through with the bodysuit, it can't be that cut of bodysuit, dude. What was the cut? It was like I don't remember like unliking it, but I I don't know that the the apparel term for it, but like gram, granny panty cut. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're gonna be a suave seductress, be just commit. I don't right. I don't understand. Yeah, because it's yeah. it's distracting. It was more of a, like a bikini brief situation rather than like a thong. Yes, essentially. yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't remember seeing the back. I don't remember seeing her back. Listen, Kendall's was cute. I liked it. Um, and I get the reference was like to Audrey Hepburn or whatever, but I'm just like, this is not like, uh, no, give me your last year and then I'll get into almost it. Almost nothing fit the theme. So, right. Um, give me, or, I'm sorry. Give me your least favorite. Uh, I got two off the bat. They're, pr- they're pretty similar. Uh, one would be AOC's terrible, terrible dress. First off the, the, the irony of the message on the back, I don't even want to talk about. It. I just want to talk about specifically the dress was a terrible dress for her. I think everyone talked about the irony of the fact that she was at a 38, that's why that's why 38, I'm not going to dollar ticket. I'm not going to that's everyone talked about that. I don't care. Uh, everyone. And I think most people had the same opinion on, on both spectrums of the right. political. Divide. To be fair, none of the people that attend actually no, pay for it. No, you don't. They are sponsored. Um, that's why I don't really give a shit about the message on the back. Although it was the Chick-fil-A font, which was tacky. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I didn't like it. But more importantly, I didn't like the, the dress itself was like right. dumpy and it was, didn't fit her well. And the cut was off. Here's what I'll tell you about that. I don't like political statements on, sh- on anything. Don't, don't go and do political statements of any kind. On your outfits on a red carpet. Well, it's so you, tacky. You know what's funny? That brings me to my number two least favorite, which was little chimney sweep. Cara Delevingne's. Peg the patriarchy. Peg the patriarchy. Now, um, the outfit on its own without that. I thought it was kind of cool. Would have been cool. Here's the thing. Kara's been dropping for me for a very, very long time. I'm like, you're becoming less and less, re- less, and less relevant. And that little, that little, um, what would you call it when people do things like that? It's a very like, don't pander. Like don't pander to yes. people. Yeah. Don't, don't do like these little, like, uh, like cash grabs for uh, like fans or people to be like, Oh my God. Yes. Like I fucking love that. You're like speaking out. <laughs> Cause it's like there, j- j- anyone that's like supporting that. I want you to know that no one is speaking out. These outfits are planned for these people by the people that pay for the tickets for them to go. Yeah. They get to have some input in what they're wearing, but when people go with a designer, Kim helped with all of that, but Balenciaga designed that outfit for Kim. So it's like, it wasn't like the person picked the political statement. They didn't even pick the fucking political statement on the red, on regular red carpets yeah. because they have stylists. Like people are so moronic and it's like that, Message is coming from other people. It's not even coming from Kara or from AOC. Well, the I, the irony with with Kara that I want to get into is that her dad is a lord. Is literally she comes from literally um, royalty. Royalty. So yeah. it, the the patriarchy that afforded you all of your lot in life, just go ahead and fuck them in the ass, right? I'm sure if the shoe was on the other foot, you'd be saying the same thing. But right. That's funny to me. Um, just dumb. Like a it's like fake, and it's the other part of it is like being like a fake provocateur. Which it's I fake don't like. Wokeness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing you and you're being a provocateur on purpose, but it's like what if you're going to be provocative, have a solid message to stand behind and actually, you know, try to affect some change somehow. But. Right. You also work for the fashion industry, which overall 
is ruled by men. Gay men, absolutely. Still men. So you are 100% like you're you're in the industry where men fully dominate that industry just just so that she's aware of it as well it's like so as much as you're like trying to like it, it just it's if a you, failed it's a you, failed you know sad what I'll attempt do? you know something. what i'll do i'll do this this is strictly strictly satire this is me i'm gonna be a, i'm gonna be a character on twitter i'm gonna be a person i'm gonna be a leftist on twitter here's Please. what's gonna happen so pick the patriarchy what does that mean right essentially means fuck fuck man in the ass yeah right well I know the concept of the patriarchy is, is a different thing, but let's take it at base value. Fuck men in the ass, right? Straight men. Because for so we're taking men, it would just be bottoming. Exactly. So yeah. is it, uh, isn't there a little bit of homophobia there? Because that wouldn't that, wouldn't that be, be calling um, men, like anal sex, like um, a bad thing? Mm-hmm. You're also like this is, technically implying like, like you're making light of like rape, which as like because she's come out in other ways of like talking and like standing by women or whatever. It's like, you're do- you're doing the very same thing. And this is what like some extreme people that are extreme, like uh, what it would it be leftist just woke, just extreme, wokers. extreme woke people. Like that's the thing. That was the, like, that, also I don't believe what I just said. That was the bit. Yeah. Was, no, no, no. I, yeah. I, and I got it because you would never that going that, that deep into fucking bullshit. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Really man. grasping at straws. But yeah. here, cause that's the thing is like, when you do something like that, you're doing the, as a person who is like, a, n- not me, but as a person on the internet who is identifying as an extreme, like, leftist person, mm-hmm. like, extremely liberal or whatever, like, by doing that on the internet, you're doing the exact same thing that the opposite side of you is doing. You're just grasping at different straws to try to bring people down. So it's like, you'll never find common ground and you'll actually never have any progress because the things that bother you about other people are the very things that bother you about yourself. You just aren't seeing that they're holding a mirror and you don't like the mirror that they're holding up to you. So you need to own up to that and be like, okay, so if I don't like that in them, why would I act like that? How do you enact change when mm-hmm. you lower yourself to the very same thing that they're doing? It isn't helpful. Yeah. I just didn't like the fit. Yeah. You know? I, I didn't Baseline, like the, I didn't like the fit. I didn't like that fit or AOCs for that reason. Because it that that mess those messages that these celebrities do and not just celebrities because it's other people just randomly on the street as well those fucking messages that people do it immediately brings up the the feelings and emotions that i feel about people on the right people on the left extreme on either side Mm -hmm. that's the fucking feeling i get is like jesus christ seeing the fucking flags driving around all over this goddamn fucking state you know what i was thinking about the other day i've seen a lot i will i will say this about this state i'm seeing a lot less confederate flags which is a nice turn it's great i'm seeing a lot less confederate flags it's a good thing but the the that's this it's the same feeling that i get it's like stop doing this it's so like it just is so fake. And it's like, if you're not actually doing anything, don't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But let me get to my favorites. Oh, I, I had my third, my oh, third least favorite, please. which is, um, which is funny. This one's funny. It has nothing to do with politics at all. I'm going to leave that in. Okay. I'm going to leave that in. Um, Dan, Dan, uh, Levy, Dan Levy's outfit was, um, a amalgamation of, Horrid. Like it, that's the only way I could describe it. It is so bad. Dan, I love you. I really do. 
that outfit wasn't good. <laughs> fucking shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole thing. Oh, really. it's real I bad. I like the sleeves. I think the sleeves would have been cool. I don't like else. the puffy sleeves. Oh, this is, I, I love a puffy sleeve. This you is a disaster. That. This is a disaster of an outfit. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. Those were my three least favorites. Um, Pretty good choices, Ayama. My my most favorite, Megan Fox. Oh yeah, she looked really good. I loved Megan Fox, and here's why: because she, unlike the rest of these fucking people, actually kind of went on brand. She went a little pinupy. With mm-hmm. her outfit, yeah. a little dominatrixy, that vibe, you know, mm-hmm. very cute. It was very good. Reason that I like that, pinups were like that was an American thing. Yes, that was that's classically American. Yeah, in case you didn't know by looking at the outfits. Yeah, the um, the theme was Americana essentially. Yeah, in like, in America. In America. Yeah, and then essentially talking about American, in America specifically relating to American fashion, mm-hmm. and uh. Half of these people, I was like, this is Lil Nas X. This is the thing that I'm like, you wore royal different different levels of royalty. Mm-hmm. We don't have royalty in America. Yeah. We ran away from royalty. Yeah. If this was if this was an episode of Drag Race, I would have been upset with nobody sticking to the theme. But since nobody really stuck to the theme anyway, I decided I wasn't going to give a shit. Gay Twitter made a lot of jokes about that because they were like, all of you would have been gone home this episode. Yes. Yeah. 100%. God, no. that show has changed the way I look at, at life. 100%. And it will continue to because next week we're going to recap two episodes. Oh, yeah. The Drag Race Roundup is making its triumphant return to the end of this show. Um, Drag Race UK, can I tell you something? Yeah. I already know that you are going to fucking love these batshit crazy fucking queens. Great. The fucking UK. I know. And it's the fucking best. Here's the thing. I've been. Should we move to the UK? Where where would you want to move to in the UK? I love Glasgow, but I, I... That's way... You would hate... That's way up north, dude. I know, but the weather's great. In Glasgow? Yeah. I it's rainy. I, I, okay. It's Isn't it, like, snowy it's and rainy? It's, like, drab and shitty. All it's, Might as well move to Seattle. I lived in Seattle. I moved away from that. So maybe not Glasgow. Yeah. Um. I mean... L- London. Oh, yeah. Let's wait for this podcast to make like $85,000 a month on Patreon, and then we can afford we'll to move, move to, to London. London. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. When that happens, I, I'm making an on-air promise to you right now. This this podcast, $85,000 a month on Patreon, I will move to London with you 100%. Okay. We'll consider it at that point when we get there. Yes. Patreon coming soon. Um, <laughs> I would like to live close to Manchester if I was personally going to move to the UK. Um, I'd like to live close to Essex. Because I would oh my god! Yes. I have been watching so much. The only way is Essex, and it is the best show ever made. Amy is my favorite. Obviously, Gemma. I love Gemma. I love, I love Gemma Collins. Gemma Collins. Amy in this in the early seasons, Amy is the funniest person on the fucking planet, dude. Oh my god! And and just as a whole, this this show as a comedy oh. because it's not meant to be a comedy. The show is supposed to be reality television about these people living their lives. This is a, a scripted comedy television yes. program. Yes. This is the funniest show I've ever seen. Yes. It is so, so funny, dude. Oh, man. It's a great watch. Like, right, it's my right before bed show. I watch two episodes. And it's like, I go to bed and I just am laughing. Yeah. It's great. I'm happy that you're enjoying God, it. God, I love that Tally. show. 
or whatever you called it toey i called it toey yesterday yeah, and you fucking Towie. relentlessly mocked me in front of my friends it was very mean i really did it was you were you were mean to me yesterday and i don't appreciate it i was running on four hours of sleep that's no excuse we're really I, good friends i know you should, you should, every should, once in a while should, i have my moments should, you made fun of me the entire night everything i did everything i said to be fair i did it one time and, and I, then was, I fed you fucking really good soup and you still were, i know <laughs> that soup was really good thank you um, I, it was, it was one time and you said, come on, dude. And I was like, <laughs> you just kept saying, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And I didn't even mean to do it. I didn't, I didn't even realize it until I looked back up and I was like, tonight. And then I looked at you and you were like, <laughs> what the fuck? And I was like, oh, fuck. no, you know, I like that shit. I, yeah. You know, I love that. That shit's hilarious. Um, why are we talking about this? Oh, because of Drag Race and these. Oh, okay. Let me finish the derailment ah, that's happening. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I've been um, told that people enjoy it, so I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna fucking. This is my favorite shit that happens on podcasts when people fucking go off the rails. I would love to make a um a per episode Charlie Damien. You know when he has all of the all of the shit in the corkboard, all of the strings put together. Yes. Of one topic that starts and how it spiders out into what we talk about. Yes. I would like to do that once. Yes. Because that would be very funny. Um, Megan Fox was my number one. Yes. <laughs> That's where this all started. The That's how off the rails we got. What the fuck is wrong with our brains? Yeah. It, oh my it, god! It has. We've we've talked about. Leftists and rightists on the fucking internet. We've talked about the Met Gala. Like this, talked about financial domination. Financial domination. This is insanity. It's fucking insanity. But I love it. I we're love at the intersection of second. sports and pop culture. Yes. Right now we're at neither. <laughs> Speaking of that, we probably ought to um, recategorize ourselves in the in the internet world because I think I had us just set to sports as a, and I think I did that as a bit, and I think that uh, it's not beneficial. No. So I think I, it's I time to. It move us forward on what is what do we go through anchor yeah yeah it's time to move us forward through anchor um i hear the anchor like you know what this is not something that i want to talk about on here because no one cares about this so we'll talk about it after if you're looking to start a show it's the easiest thing to, it's the easiest way to do it yes i mean and you it, could you could pay for libsyn and stuff like that but it's right it, it it's free anchor's really good it's really easy to use and highly, you can literally highly, highly recommend record on it but then on top of that it also promotes because it's owned by spotify mm-hmm. so spotify promotes people that work through anchor yeah so they push you up higher because of it um that's a little inside baseball for you a little podcasting inside baseball that everyone wants to hear yes um my number two was kim kardashian because i fucking loved that outfit i would wear that outfit it was it was so good everything the the and i'm a kardashian hater i know you are i love the kardashians the memes that came after it were my favorite part they were very good they went in on mario the makeup artist because they were like could you like it was things like could you imagine being the makeup artist that had to to, to (laughs) that had to bill kim kardashian to to do that right i'm like that is hilarious that is insanely hilarious funny um just all all of these things that people were saying. It was so fucking funny. Uh, my number three was Timothy Chalamet. Oh, his was very good, too. I really love his style. I love it so, so much. And I think that if Zendaya, who I think... If anyone doesn't know this, I'm a really, really big fan of Zendaya. But I've seen next to nothing that she's done other than Euphoria. My fan, My fan affair with her... Oh, I need to watch. Thank you for reminding me. I need to watch that show. Euphoria? Yeah, I signed up for HBO Max. 
Why'd you sign up? Jess and Erica have one. Because uh, I, I wanted my own. Oh. I got a really good deal. You can have different profiles. They, they sent me a promo. for It was six months for $6 a month. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I'm going okay. to take that. Um, so... Because marketing works, folks. Advertising works. It absolutely and I'm, does. Even though I look out for and it, I'm, if you still want a, I'm still a sucker. $6 a month HBO Max. You can go to hbomax.com forward slash the tight end pod. That, again, is hbo.com forward slash the tight end pod. And you can get a free seven-day trial. And it'll be six months a month or six months of $6 a month after that. hbo.com forward slash the tight end pod. Okay. So Timothy was my last one. <laughs> Timothy was my last uh, favorite, uh, and I love him so much. Zendaya, her outfits have been incredible. Mm-hmm. If you don't know about Zendaya on, uh, I almost said runways, on red carpets, you need to look up Zendaya on red carpets. But not only that, she's just beautiful. And I know, again, I, I understand that Zendaya is not going out and picking out these dresses. They're being created for her. They're, she's being styled. Uh, sure, sure. LaRoche uh, is who is her stylist and he does beautiful work for a lot of people. He also does Anya Taylor-Joy. I don't know if you know. She was yeah, I know she in The Witch. Yeah, one yes. of my highly recommended. It's spooky movie season. Watch The Witch. It's a fucking amazing movie. But as a whole, Anya Taylor Joy is so strikingly beautiful. Yeah, she's insanely in hot. the weirdest way. Yeah, have you no. not watched the Queen? I, have you watched the Queen's Gambit? I have not. On Netflix, dude. I it's a drama show, but I think you would actually enjoy it. I, I've been told. So I've smart. been. I've been told people or people have told me I would really enjoy it. Um, there's a picture of Anna Joy Taylor, and it's the most basic. Anya. Aunt, sorry, Anya. I didn't see an Enya over her name. It's spelled A-N-Y-A, Anya. Oh, I thought it was A-N-A. No. Oh, whatever. Who cares? Um, there's a picture. It's a picture of her, and I've never fallen more in love with a person based on one very basic picture. It's just her. She's like crouched on a curb with a fucking venti Starbucks in one hand and a fucking Marlboro Light 100 in the other. I'm like, oh I fucking, I am, I'm here for it, I you love, beautiful soul. I love seeing celebrities smoke. It's my favorite. That picture thing. of Ben Affleck smoking is one of my favorite pictures of all time. Ben Affleck's Phoenix tattoo. <gasps> yeah, it's <laughs> my bad. favorite thing in the entire. World. I don't want to derail this too much. We'll get into your worst. Please, did, did you hear this? Um, J Lo. Don't tell me they broke up. No, 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 oh no, no. Oh my god. No, diff- I couldn't is, take it. Have you heard this J Lo Ben Affleck conspiracy theory that's going on? No. So you remember the Indulge. Jenny? Indulge. Do you remember the Jenny from the Jen? Block? Turn it up. Do you remember the Jenny from the Block video? Yes. It's like pictures. There's like pictures of him and her throughout the video. Yeah. So what people have done is they've gone back and found each each picture taken in the Jenny from the Block video and compared it side by sides with the recent paparazzi quote unquote leaks that have come out. Mm-hmm. And they're exactly the same frame for frame. Mm-hmm. I have seen that. Okay. Yeah. They're doing a video. They're doing a, a video for their because that's the anniversary that I think the 20th anniversary of that song is, is yeah. coming up. Oh, I know. That's, I, the, that's I, the theory. I read somewhere. I read something about that. I didn't know it was the 20th anniversary. I just saw I could be wrong on the date. Don't don't come for me. Or you know what? Yeah, DM, DM me and correct me so I can tell you to go fuck off. The that album came out. Uh, this is me then. When did it come out? It, there was a. It, it came out before Christmas because I think Jenny from the Block came out around my birthday time, and then Christmas was when she released that song with LL Cool J. What is the song with LL Cool J? I fucking love it. Everyone who listens to J-Lo knows it. Um, they're, they're shouting it right now in their cars. Jen is shouting it right now. Um, and it's it's with J-Lo. And she, oh my God, she has Tim's on. She has a really cute oh, yeah. coat on. That's some dead ass shit. Uh, Tim's heel Tim's. Like Tim's with Of course, heels. of course. It's J-Lo. Big ass fucking hoops. Um, pony, like two pigtails. I love it. Cutest, cutest, cutest button. 
She put a lot of blush on her nose, which is something we're doing now. But I, it's not a look that I care for. But I, I liked it on her. It makes you look like you have a cold. She was walking in, in the in the winter and oh, see in, that makes sense. She was walking in the winter in New York, so they made it look very like that. When e girls um, do it, they look like they have a cold. They look ill. I kind of like it. Really? I like it when it's done with certain colors because it makes you look like you have. I am not telling anyone to get a sunburn by this, but I will tell you that when people bronze and use blushes in that like orange tone, you have to have a very specific you have to have very specific skin tone undertones for this. Are we talking about every eighteen to twenty four year old woman in the UK this kind of tone? Mm-mm. Okay. No, that tone is fake tan. I'm talking about when you. God, those women love bronzer, dude, uh, so much. They do. Jesus. And, and it listen, putting orange on top of orange is not the vibe. Which is why when you get a tan, you should get a tan that's like not that. So that when you bronze, you can add those warm colors because it makes you look sunburnt. But a beautiful sunburnt because it's only in the areas you're applying the makeup. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I don't I like understand. That's that. why I like okay. the nose. That's weird. I don't know what this. I don't remember the song, and I could look it up right now on Spotify, but I'm not going to. Uh, but it's the LL Cool J, uh, uh, Jenny, Je- uh, Jennifer Lopez song. Um, I can't even think of the lyrics right now. Nothing, life ain't nothing. I'm, I'm always very helpful when you do melodies because you're so good at recreating melodies you that I'm, I'm very easily able to help you. All my love. Oh. All I have? Baby, don't go. All I have, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my God, it's such a good fucking song. I love it so much. And I was in my feelings. When did it come out? I'm sorry. I closed the window already. Oh, no. Let me pull it back up. Josh is sending me Pokemon memes. And I'm trying not to read them as I'm doing this. Um, Vogue Italia did a uh, Pokemon uh, like spread mm-hmm. where they're holding on to like, a Pokeball that's made out of like Louis Vuitton leather. Oh, that's um, cool. It was really cool until Josh. And you know what? Josh, let's give you a fucking shout out. And let me go through your... Shout out Josh. You know what Josh always tells me every time I see him is that our show is just about him. And oh, 100%. He says, by the way, I'm, I'm going to stop talking. To you. I'm going to stop hanging out with you. Yeah, I believe me. I understand. It's insane. I understand. This man does send a lot of content. He's he's consuming a lot of content and he's sending a lot of content out. You know, um, what I posted this uh, thing on my story. Yes, you looked in, great. While I was in Portland. Thank you. Look, did anyone give you a hassle for wearing a Marilyn Manson shirt? Uh, no one did. I thought. But he said, wow, nice Billie Eilish shirt. Name three of them. <laughs> Name three of their songs. <laughs> that's and that's I, funny. And I genuinely thought, oh my god, he thinks it's Billie Eilish. I was like, it's Marilyn Manson, dude. But I only know like no, one he's song. Trolling you. And he was like, you think I was being serious? Damn, boomer. <laughs> I was Get like, okay, roasted, he, bro. Yeah, this is what he does to me. Um, so shout out to you, Josh. Thank you. Um, the memes he sends me, some of them I don't understand, but I just laugh and I'm like, I don't, I don't. I don't get it, but it's funny. Okay, so it's this picture that I posted, and it's Mew holding a... It's a Louis Vuitton Pokeball. That's cute. It's so cute, right? This is some repulsive capitalist bullshit, man. What the fuck? Is that what Josh said? Josh's reply to me. Which I thought was so funny. I'm like, Josh, I'm going to post more of it. I just liked it. And I was like, I'm going to post more of this. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Mm. Shout out, Joshy boy. Okay, let's move on to my least favorite. Yes, please. Yes, yes. This uh, this segment, it's been a forty minute segment. Hey, well, um, we I, didn't have anything to do this week because we have no drag race, right? And sports is just it's. I'll tell you the reason really quick why sports news is like it's just not great yet. We'll get mm-hmm. when there's more storylines and things kind of like 
like meld into each other and things get juicy. We'll get more into sports, but yeah, we we need. I need someone to beat their wife or to like be a cheater. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and we I'm need not to, hoping I'll... for the misery of other people. That's not what I'm hoping for. But this show does need content. <laughs> craziest thing you've ever said. I know. I'm gonna get fucking canceled. (laughs) Um, I would like to I would like to formally apologize to all of the people that I hurt by the comments that I just said. Please don't hold it against me. Oh, that's so funny. I have really grown over the time that I've gotten to uh, look back on my actions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I hope from the bottom of my heart that you can forgive me because um well, through all of this, I found out that I'm actually, Perfect. I'm gay. <laughs> the and, fucking Kevin Spacey defense. And I think it's Kevin because Spacey. I'm gay that I made all of those comments. But I'm becoming more me now. That that thing of like when people do something oh, wrong man. and then they're gay. All of That's sudden, literally like, the Kevin Spacey defense. That's so funny. It was really funny. You only missed one pivotal part of the faux apology, which is um, you forgot to say that going this this specific phrase going forward. No, no, no. no. I'll, let me say it. Oh. And now that I'm going forward, now that I know better. I'm going to do better. Perfect. Nailed yes. it. You really fucking yeah. blocked that plane in for a landing. I yeah. love it. Good job. Uh, probably as good as, by the way, the fucking plane that I was on when we were coming back home from Portland, mm-hmm. the man that was flying that plane, maybe 86 years old, Hell yeah. one foot in the grave. Um, I don't know if he knew where he was at. <laughs> the plane we were flying on, it was a vintage plane. It was a, it was a recreation of a vintage plane for a film that they decided, you know what? It's already made. We're going to fly this. Do you know what kind of plane it was? Uh, actually, it was from Seattle to here. I, I don't know what kind of plane it was. I'm sure that it would tell me on my ticket or whatever, but... We're flying. When we landed in Boise, I thought when we crashed into the ground, (laughs) I thought for sure, oh, these, the wing is off. We've lost a wing. We're spinning. And then we kept like, it kept like weirdly like vibrating. Like when he's applying the brakes? Yes. And I was like, this man has no idea how to do this. Well, the nice part is you're already on the ground at that point. Right. You know? So the worst that could happen is we could crash into the airport, which is like, well, at least I'll get off. Please don't ruin my stuff. I have valuable stuff in my suitcases. <coughs> um, so, um, okay, let's move back towards Met Gala. Yes, your your worst. Your my worst. It pains me to say this. It really, really does. Rihanna. Oh, yeah, it was not great. Okay, let's talk about it. Re, I'm talking to you directly, baby girl. My bad girl, Re Re. It was not great. Um, I understand, like, I guess Balenciaga, this is like the phase that they're in right now, and that's totally fine. Um, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no reveal under that jacket. No, there's um, there's been uh, pregnancy rumors because of that also. Right. If she is pregnant, I can't wait. But at the same time, I'm like, I just don't care if Rihanna has children. That isn't a vibe that I want for her. I just want new music, Rihanna. <laughs> I just want new music. Your I eyes, want more. Your eyes right now, you look like you're going to cry. I, I just, we've been waiting. I'm not even that big of a Rihanna music fan. Which is funny because I say that constantly, but I listen to Rihanna 
all the time. Right, right. I have all these songs that I just sing all the time. A song will come on and I'll be like, oh, I love this song from Rihanna. And Jen and I'll be doing Jen's lessons and she's like, you hate, you don't like Rihanna's music, but you know every fucking song when it starts and then you're belting it. Which, it, yes, it's true. That That is. So yes, I do want new music, Rihanna. I love this phase of you. I love it so, so much. You're so great. I just, I this was not good. From the neck up, fantastic. Agreed. Because it was very like, um, it was very, it was street. Yeah. Which I think if anyone like popularized, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to going out there and this, but I might be like, you know, oh, there it is. I'm going out there on a limb and saying this, and it's like, I don't, uh, I hope I'm not taking this away from anyone else, but, uh. I think we kind of like perfected street style in a way. New Yorkers, especially in my opinion. Sure. That and like Japan, I would say Japan, like the Japanese street style, I think is really, really cool. Am I going out on a limb here? Are people going to guess? I think, I this think, is, this I is think the, the city of Los Angeles would like to have a word with you. I, now, hold on. I'm not say I I said as a whole like the country like the the US oh, okay. I think street style we really embraced it oh, and okay. we did something with it. I think uh Japanese street culture is really cool also because they have different like areas um that they that like specialize in different things like Harajuku like mm-hmm. you know all of those types of things. I think it's really cool what they do. And there's not a lot of other places that are known for that, but like we as as a whole here it's like you know when you go to, like, downtown L.A., this is what you're going to see, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when you go into, like, New York, into Brooklyn, into, like, the different, like... uh, Boroughs? Boroughs of New York. um, You're going to see different street style, but it's going to be so fucking cool, you know? You know, like, we have the places that are known for that. Even Seattle. When you go to Seattle, you know you're going to see a lot of, like, very, like, grungy, thrifted situations Mm -hmm. that are, like, somehow they're fucking so cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, I think we... That's why I order from Good Fair. Right. Goodfair.com forward slash the, uh, not the tight end pod. I'm so sorry. That's for HBO Max. T-E-W-M. 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 Goodfair.com for a free something. Message them about it. Um, (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) uh, But that top part, like the beanie thrown to the side a Mm -hmm. little bit with, was there some kind of jewelry on the bottom Yes, there was, I believe. And then that big, chunky, like, beautiful necklace that Mm -hmm. she had. I was like, if you had done something so street style the way... I mean, Rihanna has looked better going to the dentist. I totally believe that. And it's like, Ri, what was that outfit? Because that's the thing is, like, I enjoy her, like, experimental fashion when she's not, like, ultra feminine. Mm -hmm. I love that. But I wish she had done it. In an actual stylish way, I did. I didn't like the bag. It was a. It was a big, giant piece of fabric that was wrapped around her. It wasn't great. No, it was not. So re, re was a re was a little bit of a letdown for me. Um, a lot of people were talking about this this girl that went. Her name is Addison Ray. Um, I don't know a lot about Addison Ray. Addison Ray, famous TikToker, has a show on Netflix that I watched a review of. That's t- no, it's not Netflix. What was it? It's it the- is Netflix. She's all that. She's all that. No, he's all that. Pardon me, because it's the reboot. He's all that. You're right. Which I watched Trixie and Katya review, and it was the funniest review I've ever listened to in my life. It was so funny. Trixie and Katya reviewing anything. Um, Addison Rae is an interesting um, example of America's 
um, tensity to take people with little to no talent who are mildly attractive and put them at the very forefront of the pop culture zeitgeist. Charlie, the D'Amelios. Yeah, I, I, same exact situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least yeah. Charlie, D'Amelio, Charlie D'Amelio can dance, at least. She's a good dancer. I'll give her that. She went to, she's had training. She has a discernible talent in dancing. Is tan, is dancing a valuable addition to the pop culture zeitgeist? Sure. It can be. Addison Rae um, is an, is aspiring really to be an actress at this mm-hmm. point is the yeah. way she's trying to pivot. The problem is she can't act. Um, yeah, it's very dry. Uh, she, from what the clips that I watched on, on the show. Although people dragged her, she did some, um, UFC red carpet stuff a few weeks back. No, maybe it was a few months ago and people really dragged her for that. But I was like, it's just a girl taking an opportunity that Disney gave to her. Leave her alone for that. But, um, yeah, from what I read on the, what was that forum that I I always talk about on here? That's, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty ugly little liars. That's that forum that's gone now. Oh. Where I used to get all my yeah, it got it was a terrible place. It was 4chan for wine moms, essentially. It was Perfect. not it was not a good place to wine be. moms. People were shout out to you, wine moms. Shout out. I I also like a nice cabaret, you know. Yeah. Um, cabernet or cab- cabaret? Oh, not cab. I also like a cabaret. <laughs> Perfect. Cabernet, yes, is what I meant. Thank you. Oh Thank you. Yes. It would have been an Andrew's apology. So yes. Well, yeah. now I don't have to do the segment next yeah. week. Um. But every I didn't see anything bad about her on that site, so I don't know. Um, I unlike the D'Amelio family's dark history. Oh, listen, anyone who's climbing up that la- those ladders that way, there's dark. Why was your nine year old in the car, Mister D'Amelio, when you got pulled over for your DUI after you left the casino, Mister D'Amelio, with three strangers you picked up at a bodega, Mister D'Amelio? Or or because you were gonna fuck those guys, I know you were. I know that's what you were doing. Is there gay rumors about this man? This is um, a theory that's been posed about the situation. Listen, listen, fluidity. Just if, if more people just accepted fluidity, the sure. fluidity of life. Dude, if you want to get a train ran on you by three dudes from the bodega, tight. let it happen. Uh, don't bring your nine-year-old. Do not include a child. <laughs> yeah, in don't this. bring your nine-year-old. Do with not. You. This is allegedly. That this is, is all, this is all alleged. The, alleged. the DUI isn't alleged. That is a crime that, that co- was happen. committed. Yeah. Which again. Just don't involve children in your adult activities. If you're going to go out and drink, hey, guess what? Get a babysitter. My main question isn't even the three dudes in the back of the car. It's what was Charlie D'Amelio doing while he was in the casino? Was he was she in the casino with him? Um, was she just sitting in the car alone, a little nine-year-old girl in the fucking parking lot of a casino? I hope not. See, this is the these. This, if this had been included in that fucking reality show, I would have loved it. Right. They're not going to reveal that. Kind no. Of he tried Never. to bury it because he ran for office as a fucking Republican. Yeah. Um, also, I wonder how that works. I wonder how that works for his brain. What do you mean? How, um, because I'm sure he's had, I'm sure he's a student of conservative politics for a long time, right? If he's running as a Republican, I'm sure that wasn't just a choice he made on a whim. Yeah. And then having a daughter who is uh, very, uh, as a a zoomer who leads the forefront in trying to get out pro, um, pro essentially woke vibes. I wonder how you balance that in your head. Is it, uh. Is it just I got the money, so I don't give a shit? Or I think so. You think so? A, Do, it does. Is she like pretty uh, pro woke situation? I mean, she's just a zoomer, and zoomers are way more progressive than their parents. You know? Yeah. What I mean? Well, for the most part. Yeah, we know a lot. I guess we live in Idaho, so it's really for the hard most to... part. I mean, the general vibe is that, and I think this is it. every generation is. It, mm-hmm. I think that's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. Personally, you got to be woke. I don't, woke vibes. Not even I don't. Woke I, vibes only. I do. I think I use that just as an umbrella term. I don't really like yeah. the term, but um. 
it's the easiest way to get my point across. Yeah. But um, you're prog- that you, yeah, she lives in, she exists in a space where she has to be. If she was anything other than that, then her fame would be infamy. And that's not what you would want. She doesn't want to be the fucking Tucker Carlson or Ben Shapiro of TikTok. You know what I mean? Oh, no one wants to be them. No. Other than like really sad, like Ben Shapiro's voice hot. makes me laugh, though. Yeah. His voice is very they're funny. So, and they're so gross. Yeah. They're so like you're. Yeah. Can you imagine Tucker Carlson having sex? No, me neither. No, no, he's dumpy and, and or frumpy who's and gross. That, who's that blonde girl? So many people. I've. I will tell you this. My Instagram has become a safe haven for me because I fucking block. I've muted so many people. I don't see anyone anymore. Good. I've muted so many people because I'm like I am so fucking tired of hearing Good. about everything. I don't want to fucking hear about anything. If this isn't about Megan Fox hitting a red carpet looking like a fucking twenty five out of ten, she looked. Then good. I don't, She did look good. She her at the VMAs. Ooh, Papa. Holy shit. Ooh, Papa. Yeah. I was straight for a hot yeah. second. I'm ready for... <laughs> it was a second. I am loving this Megan Fox renaissance. Yeah. We were talking about this with one of my clients. And I would like to get your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. I would like to see it. You don't know the meme, and it's so funny because I think about it all the time. Um, uh, but... Uh, she was talking about it and she was like, do you think they'll actually last? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, here's the thing. I think that Machine Gun Kelly is moderately famous. And I think Megan Fox is famous, but the talent has not propelled her to anything more. So I think their best Also bet, notoriously difficult to work with, I believe, right? Uh, Isn't that the word on the street? Yes. But in my opinion, I just think she has standards of herself and she's not willing to like. Yeah. She shouldn't have done all those Michael Bay movies, probably. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, standards as far as, like, she's not, like, she's not willing to be, I don't think she's the person who's like, oh, you need me to do this, this, and this for you. She's not the person who's like, sure. She's not a team player in that way, which is what people call it when someone's difficult to work with. It's like, you're not a team player. And it's like, maybe they just have different standards than Mm -hmm. what you have, you know? And she's not willing to, like, bend over backwards for people to be, to make money off of her, essentially. But in, in return that kind of situation does lead you to a place where then you're not asked to do those things because you're so wildly famous and respected. You don't have to, but who am I to talk about any of this? I'm not actually in pop culture, but so, um, I don't. And when my client and I were talking about this, I was like, whether they decide to last or not, I think it will be in their best interest to stay together. Sure. Because I think, the fanfare right now is the fanfare that happened with uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, where arguably their films that they did during that entire time were subpar at best. Yeah. What was the start of that? Mr. and Mrs. Smith was the start of okay, that. Okay. Now hold on because Mr. and Mrs. Smith was actually really good. Okay. But then after that, they did like the tree of life or whatever the fuck. And then Angelina Jolie did like a movie about like, I don't know. She was like something. She was somewhere in Africa doing something, probably adopting another child. <laughs> I'm not necessarily sure. But all of those films, like I try to watch some of them and I was like, oh my. I think it was like called A Brave Heart or something like that. I don't know. Not Brave Heart, but like A, a brave, brave Heart. A Brave Heart, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, she. I think the only good movie that she did was Maleficent. And it was just the first one. And it was mildly good. It was just another Disney adaptation that I was like, I don't. We didn't need it, but Angelina Jolie was good in it, so whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think Brad Pitt, really, the only great film he's done in the last couple of years was because um, he did Benj- Case of Benjamin Button during the Angelina Jolie yeah, time. Yeah. And then he did 
um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. And fuck's sake, man. He was so goddamn good in that fucking movie. I still haven't seen it. But that was after Angelina. So, but they created such fanfare. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with Victoria Beckham and um, David Beckham. Mm-hmm. Is like they created fanfare. And it's like arguably, like he... Like, I, I don't know about his run in sports. You would probably know better. But I don't think he was, like, the best. He was uh, very good. Okay. He was very, very good. Okay. So David Beckham was really good. But Victoria was... <laughs> no no shade to the Spice Girls. But arguably, the Spice Girls weren't great because of Victoria. Victoria was there to add the looks to the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. And she did a very good job of that. Concur. Be- because now that they're together, David and her... Those looks that they do together, I'm like, holy shit, man! You are so fucking beautiful. Yeah, beautiful couple. And she turned it into like this, this, this entire thing of like, I, I do beauty and fashion, and it's so fucking amazing. But that's, I think that's Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. I could see that for sure. Is like, I don't. I think if she gets the opportunity to do a really good serious role where she can really, really do something, she needs to do it. And then she needs to fucking propel her career in that way. Oh, yeah. Because if this ends, I think we go back to seeing her. And everyone knows who Megan Fox is. But it just wasn't enough for her to get, like, shows or TV or, like, movies, you know? It wasn't enough for her to do anything. Yeah, yeah. And Machine Gun Kelly, it's like, his mu- his last album was good. But before that, I was like, his music is, is, is it, it is, exists. It exists. Yeah. His yeah. last album was good. I'll say, we, me and Jess listened to, he, he released a video of a cover of the Paramore song, um, Misery Signals. Gotta help him up. Misery business. Misery business. Misery Snows was a, uh, what was it? I think that was a hardcore band in the mid two thousands. I don't know how I got that confused. Um, oh, it's a bad cover. Yeah. Immediately, Jess turned it on and Jess looks at me and he goes, "We're gonna hear some. It's gonna be talk singing." And I was like, "Yeah, you're probably right." And then it was, and it was a bad cover. And that yeah. song is amazing. Yeah, a misery business is one of the best fucking songs that you'll ever hear. It's so good, just in general. Um, but yeah, I. Why did we get on Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? You were talking about her Met Gala fit. Oh, well, I think I've I've moved past it. I don't well, I think we moved past it. We moved past a lot of things. Anyway, this concludes our <laughs> This concludes the segment of our Met Gala situation. Um because I don't know where I left off. Uh I think it was something with Rihanna. I I Rihanna I I didn't, you know, whatever. It, I love you, Rihanna, but I did not like the outfit. And it was, I didn't like it enough to be like, you were actually in the bottom for me. I'm so sorry. Wow. She would lip sync, but she would win because it's Rihanna. Got you, 10 4. Because it would be, I think it would be Rihanna, and then it would be like probably Kara and AOC. I think all three of them. Oh, yeah. She's winning that. That Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, Kara, I don't think, knows how to lip sync. She no, she's barely. She's a little, little chimney swipe. She can, she can barely walk on a runway. Ooh. Kara was, I'm going to. Hot fucking take. Cara Delevingne is beautiful. Yes. But she is beautiful when she stands there and looks at a camera. Wow, bro. Her walking in in runway shows, the fact that Chanel used her, Carl used her in every fucking show that he had while he was still alive. And I was like, why are you using Cara so much? She is so lifeless on a runway. You've made me pay attention to walks more in our talks. Remember when we were talking about how um, I should learn how to do a walk mm-hmm. and you were, to, you, I was doing what I thought was correct. And you described me in, in every way, how it was incorrect. Right. Um, so I've been watching that a lot more. Yeah. I, I love when I was in middle school, 
my favorite thing to do. This is before all shows were like broadcast on like whatever. Chanel would upload all of their shows onto the Chanel website. So I would go online, mm-hmm. www.chanel.com forward slash the tight end pod for free shipping from Chanel.com. www.chanel.com forward slash the tight end pod. Now, um, <laughs> we're working with luxury. One, we're fucking like working with luxury brands. That one's believable. Now. Yeah, that one's that, that one um, believable for sure. I would go on there and I would play the little shows. And I found, by the way, I found so much fucking music. Larue, before Larue blew up, do you know who Larue is? Of course. Okay. I love that. That I don't know. If she released more than one album, but the one album is amazing. With Bulletproof, yes. everyone knew. Everyone fucking knew Bulletproof. But that oh, was that the, whole album is really, really. That good. whole album was fucking fantastic Carl or whoever planned the show because Carl probably just like designed the show but he didn't actually like pick the music mm-hmm. um, is his last name like Lungerfeld Lagerfeld oh I was close okay yeah um, uh, he the music that was included in those shows was so good and that's how I found out about LaRue but I found out about that song Way before, because that album, by the time that Bulletproof became like a fucking thing, mm-hmm. and I, I try not to say these things. Wow, because, you said you're gonna sound you, like the OG yeah, hipster. Yeah, yeah, yep. it's it's such a fucking like I knew about blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and it's like I truly did, but I'm not like oh my god, I'm uh-huh. just saying uh-huh, uh-huh. they uh-huh. had such good fucking. Music oh, that's on believable. Those shows yeah. is so great, and I loved it, but. I think about those shows. I think about the Victoria's Secret shows. And then I think about Kara walking. And I'm like, your lifeless body is fucking gliding through this freaking runway. Like a phantom. Yes. You don't look good. Like, the the clothes don't look believable or great in there because it's just so lifeless. And I, when Kendall Jenner has a better walk than you, I'm like... That's not great because she's not a, she wasn't a professional model. No, I feel like she, I feel this is going to sound stupid to say about a Kardashian, but, um, or a Jenner. Yeah. Um, I feel like she put in a lot of work though. Mm -hmm. I feel like she really did put in a lot of work. Kenny has tried to step away from her family as much as possible. And she is like, I want to be taken seriously in my craft. And I think she's done a really, really great job. I will say this. Kylie eats her up. When she does magazines and photo shoots. Oh, really? Have you ever seen? Have, do you? Well, because I loved it so much. Kylie is currently my background. That's a great photo. Yeah, Kylie Jenner. She's in, fucking. Oh, she's insanely gorgeous. I mean, she's beautiful. Created fully. Kendall has. I'm sure she's had some stuff worked on, I think and that's totally fine. I think Kendall's also very beautiful. She's fucking incredibly gorgeous, yeah. but the way that Kylie models is both sexy and like feminine but at the very same time some sometimes she has these poses that are so awkward and weird that like no one would like ever stand like that or or you know crouch like that or whatever and they look so good i love it yeah i think she she eats her up in in modeling which is not good because she's not a professional model she's an entrepreneur she's a billionaire self-made billionaire yeah um yeah. Okay. Let's move along. Uh, what should I do? A little should, should I recap? My... Give me a little Portland recap, and then we can. I got one little small thing at the very end, and we can get out of here. Okay. I have I have I have two things here, which is I'm going to talk about Portland, and then I'm going to talk to you about um, my exciting news, which you already know, but I'll tell the podcast. Also, about when it. you told me you had exciting news, I already knew what it was before you even told me. Did you really? Yes, one hundred percent. 
Um, okay, so I went to Portland last weekend. Yes, you did. It was the time of my life. Shout out to Ali. Shout out to Carla for entertaining me all weekend. Um, I didn't get to see Carlos. Oh, sad. Yeah. Uh, he was, he had some stuff going on on Friday and then Saturday I was, I had gone out with Carla and, uh, what's it called? Carla and Allie and we spent the day shopping. So, um, but Friday I got there. It was a lot of fun. You I didn't bring me anything, did you? You selfish, selfish bastard. I'm so sorry. I asked you for just a small trinket <laughs> and you didn't. You know what? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just um, fucking with you anyway. Uh, so we go. Uh, Friday was uh, a more tame day, but I enjoyed that because I also didn't get a lot of... I My sleep schedule has not been very good lately. Yeah, you need to correct that. I'm trying to figure it out. My circadian rhythm. I sleep done, My sir. circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm on Bossman Biden! Yes. If, you, uh, if you're out there and you haven't seen the Channel 5 interview with uh, Andrew Callahan interviewing Chet Hanks, you should go watch that on YouTube right now because oh. it's great. Shout out Andrew Callahan. Shout out Chet Hanks. Shout out Chet Hanks. I love him. He's so hot. He's so fucking funny, dude. I know that. We're I not, hope. I, I hope that I, it's in his. I hope that this is all an act and it's a Joaquin Phoenix situation. Joaquin. Why did I say Joaquin? Joaquin. Wha- <laughs> 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 you sounded like an old oh kung fu God. movie sound effect. Joaquin. Um, I hope that it's a Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> type of situation. <laughs> Fuck. Now I feel like I'm not saying it. Ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> Um, episode I, title is Walking, Walk, Walking <laughs> Phoenix, Walk the Line. He wasn't Walk the Line. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why I find that to be so funny. I thought it was a, a very Walking Phoenix. Um, oh yeah, that would be great. The um, I'm 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 he- I'm still here. Yeah, it's a great movie. Oh, I feel like that didn't get really. I watched that with you guys. Yeah, I. This is my hot take. I think Walking Phoenix is the greatest actor of all time. Because of that, because of that whole scenario, he literally acted his life. He literally created a character of himself and brought it. He manifested it into real life, and people bought it for I, years. I do not disagree with you. I think Joaquin Phoenix is a really, really great actor. Uh, let's talk about great actors. I'm gonna throw in there because I absolutely agree with you. Just all the movies that I've seen him in, I think he's so fucking great. I'm gonna throw two other people in there. Okay, and I fucking love these men. Christian Bale. Good choice. Edward Norton. Also a good choice. Edward Norton, notoriously difficult to work with. Though. It doesn't matter why because he hasn't, he's, he's incredibly why he hasn't gotten a lot of work lately. Uh, but the work that he's already put I, up, I love Edward Norton. American History X. Brilliant movie. Uh, let's go on to the next one. And I would throw Brad Pitt in there. Brad Pitt has done a lot of great films. He's a very good actor. But uh, just I haven't seen a lot of his stuff because there's certain things. Like World War Z, I'm just not going to watch it. The other one where he's in the war, I'm not going to watch Fury? it. Yeah, there's just certain films. I, I don't like war movies. It's mm-hmm. so boring. I don't care about it. So I'm not going to watch it. I mean, we disagree, but that's fine. It's, oh, that's totally it's, fine. It's all subjective. No, but I think th- those movies are obviously made for some for someone. They're made for um, me. What? They said they're made for me. They're, they're tailored for me specifically. Um, Inglorious Bastards. One of the best movies of all time. It is absolutely one of the best movies of I all time. I love that movie so much. It's three hours. I still watch it two, two three times a year. I watch it at least once a year. Au revoir, Shoshana! And when he's fucking sitting, he's 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 crouching down. Uh, uh, Brad Pitt is crouching down, and he like looks at the guy, and he's like, "And cousin, business is a boom. Business is a boom." Oh my god, he's so fucking Great hot. Movie. I'm like, please scalp me. Um, <laughs> oh my fucking god! Because <laughs> doesn't he scalp? No, that's Eli that would, Roth. That would make you a Nazi, also. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm incriminating myself here. Please uh, fix that in post. No, Eli Roth is the bear Juden. He's the guy with the baseball bat. Oh, who scalps? Every All of them scalp. He wants 30 Nazi scalps from everybody. Okay. Yeah, the whole crew does. Okay, perfect. That's why I said it. If anyone didn't get the reference, he scalps people in that movie, which is why I was like, scalp me. Um, Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Uh, but Edward Norton in Fight Club? He's very good. Oh! The fact that I, you find out, like now, as a as a adult, that Fight Club was not was not received as good of a movie as it is now in in our uh, zeitgeist mm-hmm. is so insane to me yeah. that it wasn't well received because it's such a fucking good movie. It's very good. It's um, man, I haven't watched it in a long time. That's one of those movies where I'm afraid that teenage me loved it because I was teenage me and I haven't watched it in a long time and I'm worried that it won't hold up. It absolutely holds up. Here's why I know it holds up because I love the author's books and his books hold up because he recommended one of his books by Kelsey the other day. I need to remember to read it. Was it it Invisible Monsters? Because it's my favorite book. I don't remember. That doesn't sound like it. Or was it uh, Snuff? I don't remember. Snuff is a really good one as well. What's the other? There's one where the guy is jo- I think Snuff. Snuff Kelsey at the M told me to read it. I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. And that's going to bug. Next time I see her, I'll ask her. It's going to bug me. Um, Chuck pa- uh, Polanuk. Polanuk. Polanuk? Yeah. Chuck Polanuk. You, the- you nail the name Chuck Polanuk, but you can't say Joaquin Phoenix? Perfect. Um, I love Chuck Polanuk. Uh, he has written a lot of really great books uh, and movies that you might not have seen, but might have seen. It's great. He wrote Fight Club, uh, the book, and it is he, he's a fucking amazing author and I love his stuff but um, why were we on actors because we were talking about Joaquin Phoenix I just said Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix was the best actor of all time and then you went on a fucking tear about fucking oh because else. Chat Hanks and uh, Rhythm oh yeah yes it was R- a Sir, my circadian rhythm <laughs> <laughs> most men by then the fact that live right fucking now we just went we went back and we went not we went into a hole and then I fucking flew us out of that you did. hole we were both fucking Neo in the Matrix <laughs> style <laughs> Out of that fucking hole, Good man. job, dude. Good job. Okay. Um, my circadian rhythm is off. <laughs> You're going to keep now, saying yeah, it with a patois? Yeah, now oh, I no. can't say rhythm. <laughs> um, my, circadi- my circadian, circadian rhythm, rhythm is <laughs> off. Postman Biden. And, <laughs> oh, fuck. And I was really tired on Friday. Uh, Carlos couldn't hang out, and my friend Allie and Carla had not made plans. So I was like, you know what? Carla came and met me at my hotel and we spent a couple hours there just catching up and talking. And then I walked to the dispensary because weed is legal in Portland. And I was like, oh my God, let's smoke a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I went, I got something. I went and had pizza at Pizza Schmitza, I believe is what. The... I hate the name, but okay. Yeah, but it was really good. It was really good I, pizza. Yeah, I like that name. Um, and then I walked. Uh, so I did that all walking on my own, which wow. I'm, not a pers- I'm not an independent person. I know you're not. So then I walk back to the hotel, I get everything ready, I eat, whatnot, and then I decide, I want to go shopping, and I love to shop on my own. Like, especially in cities like that, because I don't go very often, so I take my time, and when you go with other people, people don't like to shop the way I shop. People go in with a purpose, and they like to go. Yeah, I am me. the person who aimlessly shops. Oh, I can't do that. I walk through everything. Why am I in the women's lingerie section? I don't need a bra. I'm going to look at them anyway. <laughs> Because I want to, because they're beautiful, and I'm like, whatever. And I went to Nordstrom. So I walked my happy ass down to Nordstrom. I walked through Portland, and I will tell you this. I had a lot of people tell me, and 
will take it with a grain of salt from the people that told me about Portland being insane right now. Portland was not as scary as people have portrayed it to be. No, Here in Idaho. No. This is coming our- from me who works, who lives in Idaho. I work in Idaho and I deal with people that have traveled. And in Idaho, if you, th- there are no, there aren't homeless people. Like we have homeless people for sure, but we have shelters that take them I in. I mean, you go to Rhodes Park. But- right, 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 right. We have we have like very small areas, but we don't have homeless people lining our streets the way that other city, bigger cities do. Right. Because we're not, a, we're not, a, our metropolitan area isn't spread out enough. Mm-hmm. Mm. So for that reason, um, I was, you know, prepared for the worst. Um, so I walked to go, I was in the Pearl and I walked from the Pearl to downtown, uh, like the pioneer square area mm-hmm. where Nordstrom is. And while I was walking, I was like, this isn't great, but having lived in Seattle for a time, I was like, this is, I'm, I'm very okay with this. For sure. You know, not okay with the, the fact that it's happening. I'm just okay with walking in it and not feeling like I'm about to get mugged because that's what, that's what every one of my clients that like told me about it. That's it what they were. It, out to be, yeah. Yeah. it was like, you're going to get mugged. And I'm like. These people are too high to get up off their, like, off the seat. You know what I mean? That they're in. Like, and that's sad. And it is, that is very, like, disheartening and it's very sad. But it isn't, I didn't feel threatened. And I think that's what right, I yeah. felt. And I'm like, ah, check yourself. Because it wasn't a threatening place in any way. So I went and I, I did some shopping. That was a lot of fun. Saturday we did more shopping. It was a lot of fun as well. Oh, two days of shopping. You can't give me one thing. Amazing. Okay. Two old days. So then, <laughs> so then we get to Saturday night. We went to the uh, Carla knew the DJ or somehow something something about the DJ. She knew this person that they had started DJing at this little like club uh, hangout spot called Two Wrongs. So we went to it, and it was actually a lot of fun. I wore an outfit that. Uh, it was it, it was a it was a, a push for me, but it was okay. It was a mesh top. Oh, I liked it. Okay, with a little satin blazer and then my little shorts, but uh, I was revealing a lot of my midsection, which, as someone who's a bigger man, uh, it you know very hashtag brave. It was it was I was a hashtag girl boss in that situation, <laughs> and who the hell's gonna stop me? Um, so that entire night, there was little to no dancing for me because I stood there and I held myself in, in a way, and I, so I didn't move. Right, okay. I was just like, I'm here to look just good tonight and do little to no moving. And it was the time of my life. I loved it. It was so good. They were playing oh, yeah. the best like throwback songs. It was very like R&B heavy. Uh, it was so good. So it was a lot of fun. And then Sunday, uh, we went, we went shopping again. Um, oh, it's three days of shopping. <laughs> we went shopping again, and then we went to In-N-Out, and we waited for like an hour in the In-N-Out line, which was in fucking sane, but I hadn't had it, and I was like, let's fucking do it. This is going to be great. Then we went to the Maluma concert, and oh, the Maluma concert was so fucking good. Was it good? I knew three songs. 
of his because I love him and I think he's really hot, but I don't really know his music. So the fact that we paid for third row is insane, but we love him that much. All right, all right. And I was like, I'm a, I felt like a poser there because everyone was singing and then Allie was like standing next to me and I thought Allie would know some more of the songs, but she was like, no, he's just hot. So I'm here for that reason. <laughs> she knew a lot. She knew like 10 songs versus to my three. Um, but it was such a good show. It was so vibey. And there was some ghetto action happening in front of us. Hell yeah, bro. With this girl that did not belong in the front to second row area. And people were upset about it. And then she was the one, she was the girl that got picked to go up and dance with Maluma. So oh, people, people were pissed. People got turned on We, her. the people, are pissed. Yes. And they were turned. And so then security came and got her. And then she got into this little gay boy's face. And the little gay boy held his own because Hell he, yeah, he, brother. He, he was shouting right back at her. He was like this little like Twinkie guy. Hell yeah, brother. And he was getting right back in her face. It was ghetto. I love that shit. But it so was the time of my life. I love that shit life. so much. Yeah. And then we went out and we went to this place called Jackie's, which had my favorite fucking food ever. And let me fucking tell you what the, the, the food was. I, I posted it. So if you looked at my stories. I did. Uh, it was the nachos that I posted the last night I was there. Mm-hmm. They were brisket nachos. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you right fucking now. That brisket was cooked so fucking good. Any Mexican would have been like, hell yes. This is good. Your brisket kicks ass. so fucking good very it was a little vibey little place i loved it it was it was so fun i love portland it was a time of my life oh yeah dude then i come back uh i fly back monday monday it was whatever i hate i hate traveling um i hate i hate i love traveling to a place i hate traveling back because it's like you got to get out yourself together I, yeah. so I hate that part of it but come back get my life together tuesday i have work i talked to the leasing agent that i had been working with i officially have a home fellas congratulations yep i got a town home i'm very excited what's the address uh it's going to be 2969 no i'm just kidding um i'm so excited my the thing that i'm most excited for is the like decorating process yeah for sure I'm so fucking excited for that. It's the thing that I'm the most excited about. And this is what I was going to tell you with all of this. Because we were talking a little bit about... I I told Andrew to read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And he was like, absolutely not. Because he doesn't like self-help books. And that's totally fine. It's totally fine that you don't. But this is what I will tell you about manifestation. Because we were talking about the secret being the Starbucks of self-help. Yes. Or man- no, the secret, uh, the secret is being the Starbucks of manifestation. manifestation yes. Yes. It's very, very basic. Yes. But... Here's why I believe that manifestation works. And we're going to get into it. You applied for an apartment and you got approved. Nope. (laughs) At the beginning of the year, me and Kelly, uh, on New Year's Day, technically at night, it was like an hour into it being New Year's, uh, 2021, we read our horoscopes. We read the year year horoscope, like in review or whatever, Mm -hmm. of what would be... Um, and I set some intentions for myself. I don't like to call them goals or whatever. Like, what what do people usually call them? Um... Goals? No. People, like, at the beginning of the year, they set... Um, is it resolutions. Called? Resolutions. I don't like to t- set resolutions. I think that's dumb. But I do like to set intentions. Because, in my opinion, an intention... Yeah, you're really being a girl boss over I here. know. I know. I'm a fucking girl boss, and what about I? <laughs> um, and <laughs> uh, I, I like to set the intentions, and I like to set the goals... But mostly, I, in my opinion, it's like you need the intention and then goals on how you're going to get to the intention. Right, sure. But you just got to be proactive about it, right? So my goals were mental health, overall, 
work overall and moving out. Yes. Work, I transitioned to a new salon. Money situation is fantastic. Work is going really well. Um, fabulous. I, I would check that off as I, overall, it is at a better place. So I would check that as I did it. I worked at it and I got it to a great place. I moved salons, which is not something I thought I would ever do, but it happened. Then for mental health, went to a psychiatrist, got diagnosed. We got, we were figuring it out. From there, I got a therapist. Been the time of my life. Been learning so much. Has it been easy? Absolutely not. But we're getting there. And again, I say, I've said this to you. I've said it to other people, but it's like, sometimes it's a little painful and it's a little rough, but it's like really that fucking quote, which I know quotes for people are like, oh my God, it's so fucking dumb, but it's like absolutely fucking true. And it's like the only way through is fucking through. Right. Sure. So it's like, you have to fucking go through it to get to the other place. And it's like, truly nothing other than actually being in therapy, doing like all of the fucking work that it takes to do it. Nothing has actually like sucked as much as you thought it would. Mm -hmm. But, and I'm getting through it, which is fucking great. Oh yeah. So those two and then fucking the apartment. I just kept going at it i was like okay this one's not working out this isn't working out i just kept going at it and then on tuesday i called the leasing agent because i was like i hadn't heard back from you and she was like i'm so sorry these things there were things going on behind the scenes for them and so i was like that's totally fine whatever we applied she had gotten a a a notice for a two-bedroom that i wanted uh because instead i was maybe going to do a three-bedroom and Mm -hmm. this one's a lot less expensive than the other ones that i was looking at to even to begin with and I gave, I told her and I was like, can we use my other application towards this? And she's like, absolutely. So I didn't even have to pay for a different application Sick. form. Transfers it over. Within an hour, I was approved. Hell yeah, dude. I literally, I fucking freaked the fuck out. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. There's a lot of emotions. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking manifest every other goddamn thing that I want. Do it, bro. I'm going to fucking set all of my intentions. We're going to do some fucking mood boards. We're going to do some other stuff. <sighs> We're I, can't wait, I can't wait till you start going full left-hand path chaos magic. Um, I don't know if we'll ever be there. Read chaos condensed. But I will. I have a couple. I'm, I'm reading Atomic Habits. Feel the fear. Do it anyway. And Green Lives by Matthew McConaughey. So I got to finish those first, and then I can do those. We're we're on a self help journey, baby. I have a I have a copy of Chaos Condensed. I'll lend you. Beautiful. I'm gonna listen to it on Air, Audible. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. Lend then it. I'm, I'm not, not reading books. Then I'm not going to lend it to you. Perfect. Um, because the only reason that I get hard uh, hard copies. Oh, I couldn't lend it to you anyway. Josh still has it. I lent it to him Beautiful. like two years ago, and he's never. Josh, where's it at? It's fine, Josh. You use it more than I do. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh. Why can't I think of what I was saying? Oh, um, I, I'm i I'm doing a lot of reading to supplement all of the time that I spend on like social media and things like that and okay. like on YouTube and yeah, whatnot. That's good. Um, and I've really enjoyed that because I think I, it's, for your brain, if you're trying to rewire your brain, you got to put out all the bad, kick all the bad out, and you got to put good things in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. That's the secret. <sighs> that's not the secret. <laughs> It was on a TED Talk. How fucking dare you? It's on a fucking TED Talk. It was about habits. Okay. 
Do you want to? Do you want to know the the most interesting that I've learned? I've told this to everyone that fucking listens to me, that like listens to me fucking talk, and I'm gonna say it here too, because I fucking it was so fucking profound to me that like, and it's true, it's fucking true, and if it feels like a fucking attack, that's because it probably is. And I got again, my fucking eye of protection on, dude, and nothing's coming at me, baby. Let's go, dude. I, what do you think? I'm I'm fucking haters can't even see us. No, bro. no, no, no. Haters uh, cannot even uh-huh. see us. So. Um, I was, I was watching a TED talk about procrastination because I was like, I need to build my habits. I need to, I need to learn to build uh, healthy habits. And there has to be reasons why that's not happening. Mm -hmm. There absolutely is reasons why it's not happening. Procrastination being one of the things people that look at procrastinators, they think procrastinators are lazy. They think laziness is the main thing with it. In reality, most procrastinators, when they actually get down to business, they get things done exceptionally well. Yeah. However, the reason they're not doing it has nothing to do with the time management. Well, for the most part, it has nothing to do with like your time management or anything like that. It's your lack of self-worth. It's the fact that if you're in school and you're like, why am I doing my papers at 3 a.m. when they're due at 7 a.m. the next morning? Because you doubt yourself so much, mm-hmm. you don't think you're mm-hmm. worth the work and the success that comes after it. The reason successful people are so fucking successful is because they understand that they're going to fail at a lot of things. But if they continue to do it, regardless of the failure, they will at some point overcome it, Mm -hmm. which is really when you think about it also. And like even like if you want to think about it in a very like logical way, it's like how do people invent things? Whoever and like fucking Elon Musk didn't just fucking the first round of the fucking Tesla. It was like, holy fucking shit. You've changed the fucking world. It was like it probably fucking took him a couple times to fucking get the thing right. Right. Well, it wasn't him. But well, sure. Was that not Elon Musk? Uh, he bought the company after it already started. All right. Well, things. whoever the fuck invented the thing, because I don't know a lot about Elon Musk, but that's the only person that comes to mind when I think of like inventing something. Um, so. Which I'm sure that he he probably had other businesses or other business models that he had to continue to go through. But it's like at some point you have to have the own belief in yourself to like get yourself forward. And I was like, yeah, holy like when shit. When your dad sells his emerald mine and you get a little kickback from it. Okay. But I will say this because I was also listening to the Whitney Cummings podcast and Paris Hilton was on it. And I'll tell you this. And it's so fucking true because Benton said it to her. She was like, or Benton was like, there's a lot of errors in the world. But for some reason, you were the one who didn't just rely on the money. You had something to fall back on, but she fucking has made as much money and become a, as big of a business as her family did where she could have just fucking sat back. So, yes, yeah, she had something to help her, but she made something of herself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I it's like, that was her. That was like not, you know, and it's the same thing with the Kardashians. It's like, yeah, Kylie didn't create the empire on her own. She wasn't self-made. But how many of the rich children, who are richer than her, by the way, because they were just kids of a, of a lawyer. They weren't really like, insa- it's not insane wealth that they had. It isn't. It wasn't insane wealth. The wealth came. Okay, I'd like to check those numbers. I would. I wish you would. Um, the did you Do you remember the house that they fucking shot in when? when uh, no. Okay. No. The house that they first started in was not this crazy, like insane house like the ones they fucking live in now. It was a small house and it was, it, it was a. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they were fucking middle class broke. I'm just saying they weren't 
set up so insanely well that it's like, holy shit, they were given all their money, which is how they started the business. It was like, yeah, but the personas they created, the work that they've done with the help that they've hired to get them there, that did come from something. Like, they're not just dumb people that didn't know how to get there. It was like, you, you got there, you know? So in the same way, it was like, that's that in itself is proving the point of like, they had the belief that they were like, I could just sit here and be wealthy because of this TV show, or I could try and dominate the world, (laughs) which is like fucking perfect, man. You believed in it and you fucking worked. Kylie sold her fucking company. She sold 51% of the shares of Kylie Cosmetics to Cody, the brand, Mm -hmm. for $600 million. Mm Mm-hmm. So they own 51% of Kylie Cosmetics. She has since started Kylie Baby, Kylie Skin, and Kylie Swim. She has three other companies that she's starting. Again, she's not back there fucking sewing it up or whatever. She's the face of it, and she's helping create the brands, like, aesthetically, in a sense. That's all that she's doing. But they're going to do well. Sure. Because it's the the Jenner Kardashians. And it's like, that's insane. It's insane that they did that. But you, but she created the persona first. She created the persona of, I am fashionable. I'm cute. I'm young. You guys like the Mac Whirl pencil that I'm wearing on my lips. So I'm gonna create my own lip pencil. Actually, I'm gonna create a fucking lip kit. You're gonna buy the shit out of it, and then I'm gonna fucking make a billion dollar empire off of the fact that people liked how I overlined my lips, and that I was on a reality show and people thought it was mm-hmm. cute that I had like green hair. And it's like, that's insane when you really think about it and you break it down. That's it's like, pretty par for the course. What do you mean? It's, that's pretty the way these things go. I don't, the way the, these things go now. Because back seem, then they didn't seem go insane the same to way. me. Huh? It doesn't seem like super insane to me. I, I, again, when you really think about how many people are out there that are like trying to do it, because celebrities having kids is nothing new, but I don't know the last time I heard about Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin's kids doing anything. And they're of age now, I believe to be doing like their own, like whatever, like campaigns and whatever those things are happening. Like some people just go get normal jobs. That's what I mean. Become lawyers and shit. Right. And it's like, that's great. But these people didn't like just sit back and like party with their money. They were like, we have to kind of create an empire that we want. And they did it. Sure. Yeah. Essentially, what I'm saying is that that thing that's that thing that they were taught that whoever the guy was talking about it on the TED talk was like the belief in yourself is what's going to get you further here. Okay. Like that that's what's going to get you to to not procrastinate to do those things. And I was like, yeah, I, I it resonated with me because mm-hmm. I believed it in myself and I believed what this person was saying. And I was like, oh yeah, that is me. That is me. the the lack of like self worth. And it's like if something isn't perfect, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Which is like. But nothing is ever perfect at the beginning. Like, that's not how it works. Correct. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was great. Well, thank you for coming. Was, to, thank you for coming to your TED Talk. Yes. That was my TED Talk. That was Miguel's. Uh, I don't fuck. I'll fuck alliteration. That that was Miguel's uh, uh, self-help corner. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I have one little quick thing before we go. Uh, no, I don't talk about leftist politics on here a lot. I'm going to talk about a union really quick. It's pop culture related. Okay. Um, I would like if everybody, if if you if you like watching television, you think that people should be well compensated for their labor. Um, 
please go to theactionnetwork.org and search for the IATSE advocacy petition and give that a sign if you wouldn't mind. Um, The International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees is having uh, contract disputes with the uh, company that oversees them. Uh, They are in labor talks and everything's come to a head and they are asking for very basic human rights things. Uh, This is why you should have a union. Um, Your labor has value and solidarity forever with the um, International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. That's it for me. We support you. Go sign the petition. These people deserve proper wages, proper breaks, proper safety equipment on site, uh, proper working hours. Are these things that are not going on right now? Yes. These are what's being negotiated. Jesus Christ. This is why you have a union. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. That doesn't sound good. No, it's not great. They're asking for very basic things and they're getting a lot of pushback. Awesome. um, These are people who are responsible for your your every television show and movie that you watch. They make it happen. So if you like pop culture and you would like to support a very good union that does a lot of really good work, um, go send the petition on actionnetwork.org, please. Thank you. Beautiful. See, that's not politically divisive, right? It isn't politically divisive. Okay, I didn't think so. People that are hard workers that entertain you asking for like... They're not even the ones entertaining you. They're the ones that are like helping the people that entertain you actually get the shit out. There. Correct. So it's like, if they're asking for a fucking break, just give them a break. You know? Yeah, they're not. They're asking but, to work normal hours. And listen, this is also where I where we we get into like that like sad part of like the world, which is like, it's like time is money for people, and it's like we're gonna do forty million takes right now, and if you want a break, like fuck that, you can quit the job. Which is like that's um, that's that's a sucky way of thinking about it because you're. Yeah, that that's what needs to change. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, is, is I know you're a that's the way it is kind of guy, and that sucks. About but that's the way it is because that that. In but that's opinion, a culture that could easily change. That's the thing is like that is not. I having worked for really great companies like H and M, they believed in like you would get in trouble if you didn't take your break, your lunch break. If you were like, if you worked an eight hour day, you should take your breaks. Your time is important. Yes. They would be like, if you haven't taken a lunch at four hours, you would get in trouble and the manager could get written up for it. Which is great. Well, they don't want to violate labor laws. They're looking out for them. They're not looking out for you. They are, but there are other companies that people remember HR, HR doesn't work for you. They Uh, work for the company. I know, but if it's working for them and it's working for you, that's great. The fact that you have to take a break, whether you want to or not, is fantastic. Like if you're if you're if you're deep into your project and you're like, no, I'll take a break in an hour. It's like you can't. And also then you come back from your break and you're like, holy shit, I'm more productive. And it's like, yeah, you fucking are more productive because the reason that they came up with those laws against them as well is because this is a good thing for you. Yeah, it's great for them. I mean, most labor laws came out of the because of the cold, the fucking tragedy that was the American coal mining system. Right. Which is so. Why it's important to have a union, boys. You, right. It's why you don't have 11-year-olds in, in coal mines anymore. Right. Which is sad, but we should get back to <laughs> I think with that, <sighs> that's going to be it for this week. It absolutely is. Um, from the two of us here at the tight end with Miguel, I would like to say Bella Ciao. Uh, goodbye. You can find us at three different places. You're going to yes, find yes, me yes. at Floral Savage on Instagram. You can find me at Ender One on Instagram. And you can find us. Collectively. At the tight end podcast on Instagram. If you would like to email us, or I'm sorry, if you would like to DM us, our DMs are always open. Always open. And if you would like to email us, you can do that at the tight end pod at gmail.com. Beautiful. Thank you. 
You guys will see you next week. Solidarity forever. Bye.